Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Anxious Me, Confessions of a Haitian Girl. I'm your host, Joe, and today we have a special guest with us. We have Andrelle Uvel with us. Hello, hello, hello. I'm just excited to be here and talk to you. Um, Andrelle is an artist, a musician, a dancer, like... Pretty much as long as I've known you, and I've known you a very long time, you've been a performing artist in my mind. Um, that's always how I've seen you. I met Andrell in college, like literally when I first started college, back at Edison State College, at least it was at the time, um, in Fort Myers, Florida. We were babies, just yeah. <laughs> now husbands. Uh, we were really like early on in life before we were mommies and everything so i'm just excited to like connect with you and catch up and um just get into it because andrell has dropped a new single called <laughs> making with you and i'm so proud of you girl <laughs> thank you thank you it is absolutely beautiful it's a really gorgeous like love making um compa like i i don't know like caribbean mix um it's it's really just that feel good vibe i think and i i just i just picture it just being timeless and it really I loved listening to it. So let's start there. Um, what was it like creating this song, putting it out, writing it? You take the floor. Thank you. So yeah, this is a timeless song. And it is a remake of Roberta Flack, Feel Like Making Love With You. Ooh. And so I spoke to Shedley Abraham, who is a Haitian producer. And yeah, and I was like, let's remake this song. Like, let's do this song. And he was like, you know what? I actually wanted to do this song 19 years ago. Oh, wow. But he didn't, I guess he didn't have someone to do it or like a singer. And so here I am, right? Full circle. So we decided to do that. We actually did it, recorded it last year. So it's been about a year, a year and a half or so. Yeah. And it takes time. It takes time. And it took time. That's really cool. And when did, so when did you start doing it? When so yes, we recorded a year and a half ago. And then the record stayed there. And so a few months ago, I believe maybe in April, I did the video, shot the video. That was a whole experience because this is my first yeah. uh, visual. And so, yeah, we actually started at 2 a.m. in the morning and ended at 7.30 a.m. Oh, my goodness. So, so, yeah, kudos to creatives. Like, we do a lot of work. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes work that a lot of people do not see. Mm. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it was an experience. Mm. 
It That's really exciting. Um, the video is on YouTube. It's amazing. I love the graphics. Like, I think the detail is beautiful. The colors. Um, I love the um, the scene with you and the bed. I thought that was so cute. Um, you just have a really cute style. You've always had a really cute style. Um, you're just one of those people who look like you belong in a magazine. Um, <laughs> I think it's just such a vibe. Um, so I think that this is just really cool to see you like in this era and doing this. So have you always wanted to be a recording artist? Like what led you down this road and wanting to put music out? And this is your moment. I have always done music in church sung in chorus or choir in high school, did ensemble. I was mainly in groups, like a lot of groups. Mm -hmm. So mainly behind the scenes or doing backup mm -hmm. or like, you know, just out of the forefront. Yeah. And so, yeah. So I think the switch happened when I was about to finish my master's program. And I said, once I graduate with my master's program, um, with my master's, I mean, I'm going to go head on with music and singing mm -hmm. and be a solo artist, not backup, not behind the scenes. So it's my time to be, you know, in the forefront. So nice. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I love and I think that that's something I've always admired about you. I mean, like ever since social media started, I'm pretty sure we've always been on each other's social media. And something you've always done was like just put yourself out there. And um, I love like your videos when you'll put like do videos like in your backyard of you like just dancing or all that. And I just love how like you just kind of live life by your own rules. It seems is that truly how you are as a person? Or is that something you aspire to be? <laughs> this is me, everything you see <laughs> with the earthing and the feeding the birds. Mm. And you know, after after I juiced, I actually took the pulp and I put it out in the grass because I know that there are little rabbits that come. Like, this is me. New age Haitian American hippie. Yeah. I think that's so amazing. Um, and, and I think that, that the whole aesthetic is just truly, um, you're just free spirited. And mm -hmm. so many people can't live like that. And I think just being part of the Haitian culture, we're not necessarily raised to be that yeah, way. So I think it's very admirable to live like that. And where does that come from? This majority of it, I would say, comes from living in Seattle for a while. Yeah. Because uh, mm -hmm. um, I, I met you when we were living in Fort Myers. So um, I, I, I know that you left Fort Myers at one point. So what, what was the journey in the back? So the journey was leaving Fort Myers to go on to Tampa, USF, so University of South Florida. And uh, even there, I was, you know, it, it's always been do the schooling, you know, like do the traditional schooling. Yet I always had music or theater, uh, you know, classes. Yeah. Um, and then from there, moved to Seattle, Washington. 
So my husband did his program, his medical program in Seattle, Washington. So there uh, we used to do, well, we used to join drumming circles. It Mm. was like we had to build our own community because everyone was there for schooling. And so we called ourselves La Familia. And so we all were different nationalities and we came together. And so, yeah. That's so cool. By the (laughs) way, guys, her husband is a doctor. I love you guys. I've always loved your your whole relationship, your love, um, and your family. You have three beautiful kids, I believe, right? Yeah. You're just one of those people that, like, I just, I really admire you as a person. And I aspire to be that way, to be someone who just lives by their own rules and be truly unapologetic because unapologetically for me living um, as even though that is the name of my podcast, everyone knows that it's very much um, a contradiction (laughs) because it's more of a goal than it is (laughs) Um, somewhere that I'm actually at because um, I I am an apologizer for everything that I do. And and I feel Mm -hmm. like I, it might have a lot to do with the way I was raised and just being um, a a Haitian girl who was raised by very strict parents and um, I was very guarded. So being free spirited Um, is something that I've always felt inside, but I've been very scared to take the leap of faith. And And so obviously people who are close to me know that side of me, but, you know, it's definitely a hidden secret. (laughs) I think that to be able to live out loud is truly like, a gift and I think that you do that in spades so I think that's really an incredible gift that you have so to share that with the world is amazing and you're doing that through music so I love that so what is your like what artists do you listen to or that you admire artists oh my so many (laughs) Uh, yet, if I had to pick a few, I would say, you know, the good old Jill Scott, uh, <laughs> Aria Lennox, oh yes, Summer Walker, Erica Badu. Are you <laughs> you write music? Or write oh, yes, music? yeah, I am a writer. I do write my lyrics. And do you perform anywhere? So I have not performed in a while. Okay. This is, and this goes hand in hand with the putting yourself out there. Like now it's really about taking that leap of faith. Nice. And um, yeah, and practicing because practice makes, not perfect, practice makes uh, becoming better at something. So yes, I do have my, you know, living room performances. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> living room performances at the moment. Uh Yes, I have been invited to actually perform this newest single at a wedding already. Uh, Yeah, so. Congratulations. Thank you. 
And I we'll see where it goes from there. Mm -hmm. and I've noticed that you seem pretty connected with the Haitian community. Are you um, connected with other Haitian artists or follow other Haitian artists? And who are they? Let's see. I do follow a few. I would say Riva Priscille and Fatima Altieri, uh, Shedley Abraham, Felicia Ross, Lave, yeah, from Gabel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to name a few. That's cool. Yeah. So when we think about the music that you do and being an artist, obviously a lot of it, uh, for me, like what I do with my writing, my podcast, all of it for me is art and my life aspires, inspires a lot of what I do. And mm -hmm. a lot of what I talk about is being vulnerable and just my mental health is a really big center of the things that I talk about. So being a mom, an artist, a wife, how does that play into your world? What, how does, what does mental health mean to you? That's a beautiful question. Let's see, mental health. Oh yes, compartmentalizing different mm -hmm aspects, different hats, um, wearing the different hats, knowing when to, you know, to put one down and pick the other up. So mental health is a big part of staying sane. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, so it's pretty big for me being a marriage and family therapist. Uh, I try to incorporate it in my everyday life, knowing when to take breaks, knowing when to communicate that breaks need to be taken. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, so pretty much being open with communication, which falls into the vulnerability that you mentioned. Yeah, so to be vulnerable is to be transparent and that's where communication comes in because we are not mind readers, none of us. <laughs> and so being a mom, I am pretty open with my children as far as letting them know what's going on with me and asking them questions of what's going on in their lives mm -hmm. individually. Yeah. I mean, obviously mental health <laughs> is not a prevalent thing in our culture, in the Haitian culture. How are you doing it different from our parents? And I mean, I don't know your background like that. Was your background traditional in mm -hmm. the sense of like other Haitian girls and how we were raised with the strict parents? Or did you have that leeway to actually have great mental health conversations with your parents? And did that influence how you parent your kids now? So yes, growing up, I did have an open relationship with my parents. We were able to speak about everything nice. at a very young age. It was not as traditional, I would say then, when it comes to communication. It was a it was an open door policy. They would leave their door open. I'd be able to walk in, knock, knock, walk in and just ask anything I wanted. They were very open. Yeah, same with my mom. Let's see, I come from a background of divorced parents, uh, which has a big influence on me becoming a marriage and family therapist. Mm -hmm. So so same with my mother. My mother was very open 
could talk to her about anything still to this day. Um, and yes, it very heavily influences how I parent my children. I think um, that was something that I noticed about you very quickly um, when we first met, because obviously college is when you're like meeting very different people mm -hmm. and um, coming from my um, Haitian church background, I was kind of like in the same pocket of the Fort Myers community. And so I went to the same church. And so we were in the same community, like all the time. Um, and so when I went to college and I started meeting other different types of Haitian people, and it was just like, oh, not every Haitian girl is like, has the same background and the same experiences. Cause it was just like, Ooh, she, she has like range and color and she's different. <laughs> and it was, and I, and I remember thinking, um, just, as I've followed you over the few years and just seeing like how you live and your background and just things about your family on that you've put up on social media and that you've shared. Um, it, it's been very obvious that like you're, you come from a very different background than a lot of other Haitian um, people who um, might have a more stricter background or a more closed off family. Um, and I think that's beautiful that you have that exchange with your mom too. And I think that makes a difference in who you are as a person now. And I think that that's amazing because um, especially when it comes to like, when we're talking about mental health and how we, what we put into our children and how we raise our children, I think that that's like so beautiful because that tells me like why it's so important to like have that beautiful relationship with your kids because you're like, walking proof of like how amazing like adults they can turn into because mm -hmm. they're actually happy and free and oh. um, and that's really cool and and to even have had um divorce in your childhood and still be so whole you know mm. is very like very beautiful to see how did um, that affect you, do you feel? That, that influenced you being a marriage and family therapist. Mm -hmm. So being able to have space, hold space for youth mm -hmm. to have room to express, right? And to be able to look back at traumatic experiences, life experiences, and to know that that is what they are, life experiences, right? So I'm a strong believer in spirituality and I believe that us humans are here for life experiences. We're here to experience life. And so all of the positive, negative experiences that we go through make up who we are. And so we can either we can either take them and not make lemonade, right? <laughs> the lemons and not make lemonade, or yeah. we can decide to make lemonade. Thank you, Beyonce, for that. And yeah, so I've decided to make me a, uh, what is it, lemon, lemon, lemon cello? Nice. Okay. Um, so where do you see yourself in the industry, like um, the music industry as a whole, or even carving your space out in the Haitian music industry? Mm. So I, as an indie artist, 
I see myself in the HMI, the Haitian music industry. I feel as though I can add a new genre of that Haitian-American fusion. So I did it with this song. It's the timeless Roberta Flack. And so moving it on. So that's like more, you know, 70s era, moving it into like the 80s now and then the 90s, even incorporating possibly some R&B, R&B, Guyad fusion, you know? So adding, adding to the many genres that we already have in the Haitian music culturally. Nice. So what artists, like dream artists, would you like to actually work with? I really love Daniel. Daniel Seride. Okay. He is the he is the uh, the artist in the group uh, Zafin. Okay. I love his style. He's a guitarist. He his his voice is like 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 godly. So him. Let's see who else. Yeah, many others, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the Zamas, the Fatimas, the Felicia Rosses. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yet, uh, oh, Emily Michelle. Okay, yeah. nice. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. Um, and, and it would be really cool to see more um, collaborations, mm-hmm. I think, amongst um, female Haitian music artist um so that i think that'd be really nice to see more of that um because mm-hmm. i don't feel like we get a lot of that and i and I, I just feel like there just needs to be more of a spotlight in general i mean afrobeats is really having a moment right now yeah <laughs> i think we need to sweep <laughs> haitian music up in there oh, yeah like, us Haitian artists are, are are trying to figure out a way to to expand the Haitian music globally. Yeah, right. Because the Afrobeats, like the bridge from Afrobeats globally, like insane. Yeah. So to do so with Haitian music would be beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So once we figure it out, we'll we'll get it done. <laughs> So what's next for you? What is next? Um, A few collaborations, a few more singles. I would like to drop an EP, hopefully, by next year, 2024. And um, yeah, also doing some affirmational EPs as well. Yeah, I agree. And I think so as well. In Creole too. Yeah, one American, one Creole, because I think it's needed. Yeah. How important is it to you to maintain both languages or is it more important to you to remain in the Haitian audience or to uh, cater to the Haitian audience or is it both American? Interchangeably. (laughs) Very important to do so because once again, like, the highest form of being totally free is to not be placed in one set genre, one set box, one set, you know, place. Yeah. So, so yeah, I strive to continue to be free. Yeah. 
Well, that's that's literally what I think of when I think of you. So I, I think that makes sense for sure. What do you want people to know about you? What do you want them to think about when they listen to your music mm. or take in your content? Okay. I want them to take in a world of being okay in whomever they are, whomever you are, whatever you stand for, stand in that unapologetically. Yeah. Right? And I want them to think of a beautiful sunflower and rainbows and unicorns when they think of my music. And this one especially, some you know, nice, comforting, sweet potato pie. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and like relaxational baths and, and self-care. How important is self-care to you or in this moment in your life? Oh, self-care in this moment. And self-care has been um, a major point to make sure I get that in because that's where this mental health comes in as well. Taking the time out. And self-care can be anything. Self-care could be making myself a nice hydrating juice or going out, breathing, doing deep breathing exercises. Cool. Currently, our lovely island and country is not in the best place and we're, we're dealing with a lot. And obviously, you know, we're here in the States and so we're, we're not dealing with the everyday, you know, struggles and trauma that they're dealing with. But we obviously have family and friends and ties to, back home. Um, how do you see yourself in those issues? Like, how, like what is your thoughts on... Haiti's current state and what is your hopes for its future? Currently, Haiti is going through a cleanse, I would say. And so I do as I can where I am. Once again, I'm very spiritual. So whenever I light a candle or uh, pay respects to the vibrations of the land, I uh, I do just that. I pay respects and honor to the vibrations of the land. I believe it's much more than what we can see politically. And where we are, we can just, you know, send out healing vibrations mm -hmm. from where we are. I do have family in IET and I keep in contact with them. And I, I have high hopes for for the country and just as we did in 1803 1804 um we will rise again like the phoenix exactly i totally agree thank you i i i really agree with that point and i think that it's exactly what you said we are i think there is some level of a cleansing that's happening mm -hmm. um it's a revolution and I don't, I, I don't know if the whole world understands it, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't think it's for anyone else to understand, honestly, but um, I'm, I, I think we can only pray for the best and do what we can from where we are. Um, but yeah, 
I think we have to continue to keep Katie in our prayers and and our thoughts um, because that will always be home. But back to the music. <laughs> um, Love Making With You is on Spotify and YouTube. Where else? Like they can find it pretty much anywhere you listen to music. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned earlier before we started recording that um, playing it on Spotify actually helps or playing it anywhere over and over again actually helps with the algorithm. So y'all go ahead and keep playing it. <laughs> I've had it on repeat. Help your girl out. Thank you. Um, let, let's make it go viral. Um, it's such a beautiful song. I'm so, so proud of you once again for putting this out. Um, and can't wait to see more from you because I, I think that this is just the beginning. Um, so I'm really excited and definitely thank you again for coming and sitting with me and having this conversation and talking about everything. Um, I think that you're just an amazing, beautiful spirit and an incredibly beautiful, talented artist. So I cannot wait to hear more. So everyone listen to Love Making With You wherever you listen to your music. Um, where can they find you? Yes, so social media, Instagram, Facebook. Instagram is Andrel Ubel. Mm -hmm. And on Facebook, it is Andrel Ubel Music. Awesome. And YouTube is Andrel Ubel. Awesome. Thank you so much once again for sitting with me. That was another episode of Unapologetically Anxious Me, Confessions of a Haitian Girl. And until next time, bye!